to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a monthly, episodic, tokusatsu-related podcast where we're hecka excited about mecha. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And uh, really excited. So we, yep, we, yep. We're, we're back again. We're doing, gotta say, I think feel like we're doing pretty good in terms of regular episodes and such. <laughs> Once a month seems about right. So uh, how you been, Pat? How are things? Pretty good. <laughs> are they... Pretty good making a lot i'm just i'm gonna say i've been super productive like anything that just sort of pops into my head i've been going for it and then sort of moving on and that's that feels pretty good well awesome great yeah what what all you've been working on just weird animated loops and things (laughs) it's like i don't know it's like stuff i always wanted to do and i was like oh yeah i can do that and i've just been doing it (laughs) (laughs) that's been the whole year pretty much i feel like well, good. I'm glad that uh, glad you're working on stuff, my man. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, I've uh, have you been uh, watching anything, doing anything exciting other than uh, constantly programming games and so forth? Uh, the game design is sort of on the back burner for now, um, but in terms of watching stuff, for whatever reason, I feel like we were just following an episode of Hot Ones or something with like Kristen Bell on it, but we just started watching Veronica Mars <laughs> like, 10 years late. It's like opening okay. up a time capsule from like 2007, man. It's really weird. Like, <laughs> interesting. <a> <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's really interesting. I, I'm into it. Um, we're like on the third season now, but <laughs> it's all the detective stuff you like, but like in a high school. Hmm. Yeah. curious <laughs> okay yeah i, yeah, I, I, I got it i gotta admit i did not expect you to say veronica mars yeah yeah that was is that right yeah i that was sort of a twist for me so oh. okay well i'm i mean that's not the, <laughs> it's just for not a the, loop with that one huh yeah i just it's not the first toku thing i thought you were gonna say you know i didn't no. immediately jump to that but not sure cool that's cool i'm glad you're enjoying it <laughs> live action baby (laughs) that's it that is all honestly that's it it's like that in anime right now there's nothing else that's on tv oh you know what no that's not true we did uh we did finish evangelion for the first time uh this series okay still not toku well toku adjacent yeah it's it's toku adjacent yeah 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 okay so how is evangelion treating you we haven't seen end of evangelion yet so that i'm I'm doing all right i feel like i won't be after we do that though so uh okay well how do you feel about it just you know currently as as as, as a series yeah i think i feel like it it, it's it's not like what took me so long but i'm like i'm glad i'm approaching it as as an adult i guess like Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know how i would have felt about it had i watched it I mean, maybe I would have gotten into it the same. A lot of it was just sort of me appreciating, like, how much reach it had. Mm, yeah, sure. And just sort of making a bunch of weird connections to things. Like, there there was a scene where 
Unit 00 was like bashing its head on the wall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah classic, the, yeah. Yeah, and the way it moved, I was like, oh, oh, that's Cyborg Ninja. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, just a bunch of things snapped into place in my head. Like, mm-hmm. like of course, Kojima's into Evangelion. Of course, right. of course, it would have that kind of read, right? <laughs> Uh, and I was I was uh, talking to Pablo earlier today. I was like, "Oh, uh, Huey's just kind of like a pathetic Gendo in a way." Uh, <laughs> but and then it was like a weird little not argument, but it was just kind of a discussion based on that. So mm. it's like it's neat seeing the influence that it had, and also knowing that Ano had is a fan of Ultraman and right seeing that present, like oh, being a giant of light. Okay, not not as kind, <laughs> not as kind as it was. <laughs> Uh, in the Ultraman context. Mm-hmm. But the, in- the influences there are pretty clear, right? Like oh, it yeah. feels like yeah. an Ultraman thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Operating from the ground, a whole a whole city created just to be rebuilt. Like that, all mm-hmm. of that's like sort of the meta of, I guess, the set design in Ultraman a little bit too. Right. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like it. Even even that the last two episodes where it was like, oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I had heard about this. Gets a little squirrely. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then like the, the stuff that I had seen, just being on the internet for, you know, ever, you see things. <laughs> you see things. Yeah. And I like, I've seen some things. <laughs> I've seen some things. And they were not in the series. I was expecting that to happen in the series itself. I'm like, uh-oh, this is all going to happen. Like, <laughs> all of the... <laughs> All of the things that I've heard about are going to happen in the in end of the Gillian, aren't they? Boy. <laughs> okay. So I'm kind of stealing myself for that. I'm not sure when we'll get to it, but hopefully soon. Because yeah, I just kind of tore through it. Anyway, yeah, that that's interesting. It's interesting coming to it now. Did you feel like, are you like a, boy, how to put this? Do you feel like you are a, like, I guess where's your sort of final? I mean, you're enjoying it. Is it like, wow, this is the greatest ever, or is it just, oh, this is really nice to have this sort of perspective now, seeing this and all the influences? Is that really more what it's like? Yeah, yeah. And then I guess just putting a lens on how I either experienced anime or you know stuff that came out of. I think I touched on it a little bit before, but just like realizing how many things I had consumed that were also influenced by this, like sure, yeah, just th- that's really cool to me, mm-hmm. and I think it's neat to see see it from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I a super fan? I'm, I mean, I'm still interested. I want to know what happens. As as scared as I am, <laughs> as scared yeah. as I am, <laughs> what's going to happen? But I can, I like understanding or sort. Of, getting a better idea of sort of what the phenomenon of of eva was just like it's sure. so massive mm-hmm. in terms of reach right yeah it's impossible to avoid yeah and it's interesting coming to it a lot later I, it's and I'm, I'm always curious to hear what people like yourself think about it especially since you have the, the toku context just because mm-hmm. a lot of people watch it and talk about it's you know oh it's this great mecha thing and you know, yeah. it's uh, this, you know, it redefined Mecca and all these kinds of like interesting things people say when they haven't seen, you know, Ultraman or any of its equivalents or anything like that. So it's just, an, it's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I guess for myself, I mean, I watched it when I was 14, which I guess is when you're quote unquote supposed to watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's an odd duck because I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't like it, but I, you didn't I guess latch at, it? yeah, as it went on. You know, I, I didn't have the words at the time to, to say it like this, but, hmm. it, I, you know, because I hadn't really seen much Ultraman or anything, but the less it was the Ultraman and the more it got kind of squirrely, hmm. 
I guess the further it got to the end, the more I was kind of like, oh, are we just going to do this for like 10 episodes? Just like, it felt like these characters were just in a blender, just rolling around and suffering. And I was just kind of like, can we, are they going to do anything but suffer? I guess not. Uh, Like, (laughs) yeah, I guess knowing that suffering was coming um, and just starting having a general idea of, oh, this is when it's going to start to, oh, yep. Okay. This is going to get worse. (laughs) But I did like, you know what I did like, and this is sort of, uh, I don't know what the the word is here, but like, in a typical monster of the week thing, the monsters don't escalate like they did typically, mm. right? Like yeah. Maybe they'll have like a different power that they have to combat or whatever. And they kind of did, but it was always close. I kind of appreciated right. that. Um, and then the angels got weirder and weirder. Like this mm-hmm. angel's a virus that's also a computer virus. This angel doesn't exist in a regular space. It's a shadow. Like, whoa, like they, they attack conceptually on, on top of physically. You know, like I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think the the thing that I like about Ava, especially the early stuff, is because it, whenever Ava's a really feels really good, like it does a really good job of making you feel like, okay, here's the plan. Wait, this shouldn't be happening. Things are going bad. Like mm-hmm. that that immediate. Like it never feels like, oh, the Avas are on the ropes. Like it really feels like someone is like doing horrible things to these children and like no one's in control of the situation even though we get all these control room scenes and stuff right like it just feels mm-hmm. like every fight feels like this is really about to go off rails in a bad way mm-hmm. but i think my problem is as it gets closer to the end i guess if i guess i want maybe a little more like it feels like it should fray and then come back together and i just feel like it never does the coming back together motion it just keeps fraying it just <laughs> it just keeps splitting it so yeah. i guess that's my main issue with it mm-hmm yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that you got a chance to experience it because it's definitely something something kind of special, right? I mean, it's definitely a a really unique and weird thing, I guess. I don't know. It's and it's nice to experience it know, on your own terms, you know. Yeah. When yeah. when you're 14, it hits differently, I guess, because <laughs> it's kind of yeah. raw and weird. Right. But yeah, so uh... <laughs> I will say there was a moment. There was a moment. Um, because, you know, just the things you see online, I guess. There was a moment in the episode of Magma Diver where, <laughs> um, Asuka is, like, in a heat-proof suit. And, like, like, oh, how does it protect you from heat? And it poof, kind of expands a bit, a lot. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, uh-oh, this is, is this where that came from? Like, I'm not, uh, is, this, <laughs> is this why people are, I don't know, like... <laughs> yeah it's but i mean that's what happens like you you see something when you're impressionable and then you latch onto it like Mm -hmm. like, right you can't (laughs) yeah but but i think i think it's important i felt like oh okay i get i get it i see what happened here a little bit like i'm interested i'm interested in seeing the rest of it but also frightened (laughs) because as weird as it was, as you said, like it didn't, it frayed and then kept fraying. Um, mm-hmm. I'm afraid it'll fray. Afraid of the fray? Past the fray. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, good. I'm still, I'm really glad that you got to see it. Mm-hmm. For myself, I have been watching some things. Uh, I finally, well, I say get caught up. I finally mm-hmm. sort of got caught up on Kuga. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I say caught up. I've seen up through episode 30 um which is as far as the blu-ray the subgroup midnight subs that's as far as they've gotten so i've seen up through 30 of kuga still mm-hmm. really enjoying it mm-hmm. 
the other thing that I've been, and that's just been just exciting and fun, and I'm finally glad to be back on that. I watched like 10 or 11 or 12 episodes in a really short time period. Yeah, it was a lot. Cook is just a really good slow burn. Like that show is just kind of excellent. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I definitely get why everyone just sort of talks about it constantly because it's just it's just kind of great and incredible like in a lot of great ways it just doesn't for a heisei show it doesn't feel like a lot of other heisei type stuff i guess Hmm. yeah no it's excellent so that's been a lot of fun getting back to that i also have been watching and this is the other interesting one i guess uh i have also been watching tokyujur i finally decided to like sort of buckle down and really watch it because <laughs> i haven't i've only seen a few episodes here and there and i'm probably about 20 episodes or so into that i've really dug into that one too yeah it's excellent what do you like about it so far i think the 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 core premise of just like okay first off it's just a joy like tokyujer is just a very joyous show mm-hmm. and then on top of that i guess how best to put it there's sort of an, an interesting tension i think between the the i guess the core premise of the show is that like okay we have these we have these trains and they have these limited tracks right like you can't there's only so much you can do with a train but the premise of the show is like don't let your imagination like limit you in any way so like you have this interesting dichotomy between these can do anything and like, you should be able to imagine and do anything, even though the trains themselves are supposedly limited, right? Like, they can only go on one track. And I think mm. it's a lot of fun. And the, there's some, you know, memory loss stuff and, and all kinds of things with the main cast. But it's just really, really good. And it's it's very funny. It's very, very funny. And there's just a lot of, I don't know, the, it's, it's a joy to watch the cast just sort of be dorks. I love it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I think I got, like, six episodes in or something um, before I just got distracted but mm. i really like the energy of the show yeah yeah uh, it, energy like is the right the word cast for it a lot yeah yeah and i think some of the some of the, like the the sixth ranger reveal and stuff like that is really special Ooh, it's okay. it's it's good it's really really good all right this is yeah. an orange this is an orange ranger in it right correct an orange six mm-hmm. orange six okay oh that was it i really like the gimmick of the rail switching where mm-hmm. uh they the cart changing i can't remember the term uh, but whenever like the, they swap colors, like I think that's really cool that they had that that was flexible. Like it's not yeah. the number is sort of what keeps them together or mm-hmm. identifies mm-hmm. them. But yeah, it's that's see. a really fun gimmick. All mm-hmm. the all the designs are really good. It's mm-hmm. I, I think the train facts. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the little train things at the end are really sweet. Mm-hmm. Ticket is really fun character. Uh, it's just, that's a really good show. Um, I'm very glad to be watching it. So, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely great stuff. So I, I recommend it to to anyone. It might be fun to do a, a sort of a retrospective on the show at some point. Mm. But yeah, no, I've been watching that and really enjoying it too. Not awesome. sure what my next thing will be after it because it's slightly on the shorter side. It was fun too to have it coincide with the movie in that features Gaim, like later in Gaim. So like there was a bunch of stuff, oh. a bunch of characters that I didn't understand. Like it, I guess it. The movie is. Is it the soccer movie? Is that different? No, it's different. It's earlier. It's right around like episode eight or nine or something in Tokyo, but it's clearly 
somewhere in like the two thirds mark through Gaim. So seeing all these random characters, I'm like I don't know who these writers are, but they have all cool fruit powers. And it was just very, mm. you know, sort of uh, serendipitous after our our last episode to see Gaim oh. again. So that was fun. Okay, it was probably the spring movie then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But it was yeah, really good, really fun. Okay. I'm 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 okay. very much enjoying the the show. Mm. You know, I I definitely. I mean, of course, we're never going to run out of content, but uh, no. It was, it was, it's nice to just watch something sometimes that you're not like tweeting about or you're not, you know, reviewing on a pod. Just, I'm watching this for me. This is mm-hmm. my, uh, <laughs> this is just for me. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But then you talked about it now. You went back on it. No. You we we can talk about it in more detail because there's a lot to unpack, I think. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's a really good show. Well, uh, so do we have any news or anything that we want to cover? Uh, zero one starts on Sunday. Wow. Oh, those designs are so good. They're so I good. I, I can't wait. Um, we didn't. We never got the Zeo group back together, so I think at some point we're gonna have to do that, which is what mm. I've been saying for like half a year. <laughs> um, but um, I'm. I think I'm happy to just do zero one, sort of just us. Um, I mean, my my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Um, not the big group thing, which is it's fun. It's fun, but honestly, like just being able to watch a show. Independently sure. of that, like that, like just just doing it would be nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that's that's what'll happen. At least we'll start it come Sunday. Okay, okay. Now another question: How far how far into Zio did you guys get? I think we got ten episodes in. It's okay. about the average for starting <laughs> and not continuing. <laughs> it's not not. It wasn't the lack of interest in it. Like we definitely wanted to continue it, but it was sort of like around that time. It was a lot of holidays. People mm-hmm. were watching it with wanted to keep watching, but we could never get them all together. I see. It's kind of like it has that to be like tough. a big marathon or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's something we could do for the show at some point too. Hmm. Maybe because all be the, the 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 designs for that show are are something kind of yeah. wild and special. So yeah, they're really cool. Any, anything else on the horizon that we can before we break into our summary of the past few episodes? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think. Well, then let's talk about the episodes. So tonight we're continuing our Lupin Ranger vs. Pat Ranger watch yes. through and reviews. And we have, let's see, we will be reviewing 47 tonight together on the show. Right. But before the show, we watched 43, 44, 45, and 46. Mm-hmm. Okay. You watched 40? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah, um, uh, let's recap that real quick. Yeah, sure, quick sure. Down here, so it should be fast. Yeah, so just super, super duper quickly. Forty three, we got a little bit of kind of a backstory. We got to find out that Noel is not human, or at least it's revealed that Noel's not human. While Sakuya's predecessor Satoru, mm-hmm. wait, yeah, Satoru comes comes back, and he's he would have been the green had they gotten the uh the vs changers back then Mm -hmm. but and there's there's actually one gangler there that it seems like noelle's helping the guy but it turns out in in 44 that satoru the predecessor is framing noelle and gave gave that gangler uh, a bunch of stuff Gave that gangler a bunch of stuff and put his face on it to make it look like him. So he was really framing right. him. <laughs> turns out that um, turns out he was also a gangler who had stolen Satoru's identity. And uh, even though it's true 
that Noel is not human. He's just a different kind of species that lived in the same world that the Ganglers lived in a long time ago. Yes. So not only is it revealed that Noel is not human, but we find out who his special person or who he wants to make that wish for is to revive our son, Lupin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Master our Master Lupin. And that's sort of the wish of any of the people who, who came from that world. Um, right. Including Kogure, who turns out that's, that, that's why he's not human either. Mm-hmm. We also find out that the disguises were are not just copies or just disguises at all. There, there were people who went missing. Right. So there's a sort of doom, feeling of doom at the end of this episode that gives the Pat Rangers a lead in the next episode, 45, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Christmas episode. Uh, a which wonderful, wonderful in, in, episode. In, in perfect tokusatsu fashion, the A-plot, super fun super silly and wacky but in the b plot we're like oh some bad's going on yeah because uh he's re- they're realizing not not only that have a ton of people gone missing probably all the people whose identities have been stolen and they fought as ganglers they might be dead they're missing for sure but they might be dead mm-hmm. but in, on the on the in the a plot there's a salmon <laughs> there's a salmon gangler <laughs> going around stealing chicken so that people can't have Christmas chicken and swapping it. But he's not just stealing it. He's swapping it with salmon because like, Japanese people got to eat salmon, I guess. Um, that was <laughs> Well, he himself he is a giant salmon monster. Yeah. So I guess he's looking yeah. to, to corner the market so that he gets eaten. I don't really know what the motivation yeah, is I mean, there. it's a good deal. Like, that yeah. was some really cheap salmon. <laughs> but <laughs> the, for the best part of that episode is definitely Sakuya, who is like beholden to you know tradition this traditional christmas chicken thing and it's just like yeah. battling mm-hmm. and noel yeah. joining him it's a it's an interesting team up friendship episode with the two of them yeah that's true and fighting to preserve the christmas chicken tradition yeah uh, classic so by the christmas end of it, movie <laughs> this, this. by the end of it keichiro comes to a conclusion based on the clues he's found that the lupon rangers are probably the juror trio mm are, are yeah that he, he figured their identities out what is it 40 episodes after <laughs> after sukasa did because <laughs> she did she figured she it really out did. pretty early mm-hmm. yeah and so then episode 46 is a clip show for the new year mm-hmm. and um honestly it's probably one of the most fun clip shows that i've seen i thought uh, so too. second only second only to the one in eva <laughs> because they that that was a really interesting clip show that they did like episode 20 21 or 22 interesting is a word you could use yeah yeah no this one the the noel and the lupon rangers go to visit the shrine and are accosted by a sort of i guess a game show host or idol host uh gangler with a Mm. safe for a head who traps them in a pocket dimension Mm-hmm. and they yeah and they have to perform various tasks uh and if they fail or or don't uh, appease him he drops bedpans on their heads uh <laughs> and then uh but the other side of the plot is keichiro revealing to the rest of the pat rangers what he has discovered and the sort of uh Tsukasa sort of working it out and sakuya being very resistant to the idea and he sort of like and i think at the end he doesn't he say like I'm gonna prove their innocence? Yeah, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a really fun way to reflect on the year, which is perfect mm. for the new year, um, because we got like 
all of the sort of silly scenes and then sort of a callback to the scenes. I, I, I remember feeling, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is the right direction to feel on this, but I remember during the episode of the, the gender swappability gangler, it was like, ugh, that's kind of uncomfortable. Like, mm. I don't like, I don't, this isn't great. Like, this is really like, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. And this, I mean, I know it's a trope. I know it's a thing, but I remember it being kind of, I remember feeling differently when I saw them because it was just kind of like a just suddenly we're doing a drag show and I was like this is kind of cool like they they and they really they weren't they were they were owning it a little bit yeah that's like, the, I think that's what made it different the this energy. time is yeah the energy yeah. was like not only hell yeah l- yeah that's it's like right. we got d- cute we got cool we got beautiful like, mm-hmm. we're amazing at this doing the thing look great feel great like it wasn't like a whoa this shouldn't happen like so I think it yeah. I mean, at least from my perspective it, it didn't feel it didn't feel like it was like uh against their will i guess yeah yeah or i guess it didn't feel mean-spirited right it didn't feel like yeah. it was going like mm-hmm. it didn't feel targeted it just felt like they're doing this and they're having fun with it and they're owning it and it's pretty great actually uh yeah. so yeah, yeah i i like mm-hmm. i liked that certainly and i did like the uh the callback to all i mean they were paying obviously these characters were paying attention or were shown that they were paying attention because uh, it's because of thinking about like, wait a minute, I've seen that kid before. Wait, that was Fumiko. That mm-hmm. was Umika. Wait, <laughs> that was ah, that was Kyrie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was great, especially because the image that they put in of Kyrie's face, he was like particularly kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. The image that was really great. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, that was a really fun episode. Again, for a clip show, it you know, and I think the clip show tradition and. And, you know, how, how do you make it so that it's reusing footage, but also worth watching? That's always mm. the, the interesting game. But uh, I think they did a really good job with this. And this, like you said, this is one of my favorite, favorite versions of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to do a clip show, at least try to make it interesting. Like, I get that they have to be made. That's sort mm-hmm. of a production thing. And then and, and the, sort of the timing of it made sense. Um, I understand that they're generally like a budget saving thing, but if you're going right. to do it, at least do it in a way that like, e- yeah, it's like either lean into it or don't bother. Like if, just take a break for a week. Yeah. Know? Literally just <laughs> like, take a break. I mean, I mean, and sometimes yeah. they do. For, I mean, I think about a uh, wolf's reign all the time, which had like three back to back clip episodes because everyone was sick oh, yeah. and they were like, oh, we yeah. need, we need time. So they bought time using clip show episodes, you know, mm-hmm. but I like this and yeah. that the... it was especially from the police sort of procedural investigative angle like let's mm-hmm. lay out all the clues that we have observed yes and mm-hmm. i think the i guess i would say this the the show probably one of the major criticisms that you could levy at the show is that it is not very plot heavy like there's not a lot mm-hmm. of like tracking events it it's still even 46 episodes in it's still a pretty episodic show but i think this clip show did a good job of showing that they've been sprinkling little hints and moments throughout mm-hmm. that were you know even though the, the the police have basically figured it out multiple times at this point and yet also haven't figured it out due to various shenanigans mm-hmm. you know sort of being like no this has all been building up to this moment and i i felt like that helped it feel a little more plot driven um which you know we've enjoyed the show so far i think on the whole but i think some people have felt like it you know it's again you could you could say like we're 46 episodes into this and it still doesn't feel like there's a major plot it's still just sort of the characters bouncing off each other um so but i i appreciated that certainly yeah and i'm always happy to see uh our son lupon magnum yes <laughs> like, there he is it's my, my boy, boy. <laughs> it's my baby boy. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. all right well 
Uh, so do we want to get into 47? Hop in yes. there and watch, watch us it. some tokusatsu. All right. この番組はダノシートキオキクリグループPRTとザコミックフィンドとご覧のスポンサーの提供でお送りしますAnd we're back. End of 47. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Um, we're close. Yeah. That's just a few more left. It's weird to think about. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Pat, what did we just watch? Okay, so at the end of the last one, Sakurya was committing to investigating their identities. And so mm-hmm. his plan was to ask Umika out on a, to lunch, not a date, um, and then <laughs> try to sort of glean from the conversation whether or not like they match up with it. But of course, this gets interrupted by not just Toma and Kairi interrupting, but a gangler attacks. And while, but before all this happened, Cowboy Absolute Zero <laughs> got an upgrade from Ghosh. And mm-hmm. while the Pat Rangers are off fighting this new gangler that showed up, or they were told was going to show up, the Lupin Rangers try to tackle Zamigo. Mm-hmm. They, none of the Lupin Rangers attacks start or work. None of the Lupin Rangers attacks work on Zamigo because he's got like this upgrade lets him turn part of his body into liquid so even though they can predict even though they can predict when he's going to attack or what he's going to do it's not enough and they can't get in and any of their attacks are just nullified Mm -hmm. and then the pat rangers are the pat rangers are just they just cannot do anything to gosh none of their none of their attacks work she's got she's upgraded herself or is she starting to use some of her stronger weapons so then Mm -hmm. she can just kind of throw them around at this point, Zamigo on the Lupin Ranger side, he kind of just gets bored with them because they can't do anything. And then uh, on the Pat Ranger side, Ghost just has them laid out. Like they, mm-hmm. the she can attack any of the civilians that are around, sort of at will with her super laser. And then her new blade weapon, <laughs> super sharp blade weapon, um, basically knock them all out mm-hmm. out of their transformation. So. Noel offers himself up as sort of a sacrifice and we're to so that she doesn't attack the others she she can experiment on him and so she gets taken by him mm-hmm. I think that should be it yeah so how did, how did we feel about this episode it felt like we're not quite at the end so any sort of conclusion they were trying to race to was not going to turn out good <laughs> it was like and then we already got that like big hint that something everybody's going hard or going with their upgrades so right it was gonna be bad i already got like a vibe in the middle of the episode that ghost was gonna kidnap or take Kyrie. or sorry ghost was going to kidnap or take noel mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. and then him offering himself up i guess one of the cooler ways to do it rather than just grabbing him and running right so, exactly yeah i i like i like this episode quite a bit uh, sort of the the sort of double upgrade you know two villains that we haven't really seen too terribly much in terms of their like combat prowess mm-hmm. i mean i guess we've seen more with cowboy absolute zero but giving him an upgrade so that he could sort of be relevant again after the the, the sort of 
you know, precognition power. And watching both of them separately take apart the two teams was really good. And Noel being captured, but having that that moment where he gets to sort of offer himself up for the team. All really, really good stuff, I thought. Oh, and then he reveals that he's not human. Uh, yes. In that same moment to, to the to, to the Pat Rangers. Yeah, to the Pat Rangers. Even though the Lupin Rangers know from a few episodes back mm-hmm. that everything was Satoru and all that, or Satoru, Satoru. Yeah. yeah, I thought this was really good uh, and good fight scenes. Maybe not quite the same fidelity of the choreography that we saw, maybe in some of the earlier episodes, but still some really fun shots. Some interesting interplay with Lupin Reds, jet mm. shoulder suits. Um, flying around and lots of gunplay it was good i really enjoyed it the um i I, this is an odd complaint um and maybe maybe this is sort of the giant the zord fight at the end felt more kind of like performative like i don't know if it's supposed to be like like what's the word like it's the ritual like we just got to do it yeah like there wasn't time to check a box i don't know if it was just like (laughs) yeah yeah like this is an episode where they definitely didn't need to do it because they Mm -hmm. they could just languish like, I don't know if there was satisfaction in getting rid of the golem right. a little bit for the viewer. Oh, we got to blow up the thing um, and right. use and borrow his power because we still have access to it. But it just felt like they could just writhe on the ground and that would have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't. It just like, eh. uh, there was a, some attempt to make it more than just a generic golem by saying it was like an upgrade, like, you know, uh, Destra's sort of like last work or last monster. But, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of get that y- you sort of have to there had to be a different approach to some degree just because, you know, normally the formula is that the monster goes down and then Ghosh revives them based on the safe. Uh, mm-hmm. And since the, the the heroes got totally uh, knocked around <laughs> this whole episode, um, yeah. no one actually dropped a kaiju to, to be able to grow. But maybe the point was less, you know, oh, we have to have... A, I mean, obviously I agree with you. It definitely felt like, well, we have to have the big fight now. But maybe it was just a way to make the heroes feel like they got a tiny victory because yeah. otherwise yeah, yeah. it's just yeah everybody lost this whole episode and yeah. you know we, this I think isn't it, a common this isn't common writer you can't just do that like this and it may have also just been gauche flexing a little bit like you know what i can just cause whatever destruction i want and make you guys deal with it here deal with this bye yeah. like i mean she definitely just was like i don't care you know this yeah. is one of destra's yeah. old things yeah and, really <laughs> yeah because like she already won she won and she took him so it was mm-hmm. like okay and it was still a tough right, fight well, for them thanks. like the the golem was yeah uh had the, the flippy flip powers this sort of guile kicking <laughs> yeah, his way right. around oh yeah mm-hmm. and then on the lupon ranger side it's sort of funny we know that the pet rangers know like they know psycho is really only there to try to prove that they're not but mm-hmm. we know that they know and they put all these clues together he's just being dumb <laughs> it's like and, and, like, and, um, and I think hope. I think there's definitely an element of hope. Like I think oh, he, sure. yeah. you know, he definitely wants that to be true. So he's working really hard to make that true. Yeah. <laughs> I think my That's favorite true. little joy in the episode was, you know, it's a very the, the whole scene with Noel offering himself up was very dramatic and poignant, and you know, no arguments there. But when he gives the Pat Rangers his vehicles that he's collected throughout the series. He, I mean, he's quite clearly just yeah. handing them all his toy collection, particularly when he yeah. he gets to when he gets to Sukasa and just he just hands her like an arms full of plastic toys. She's just I don't know yeah. that you know because he gave he gave 
Keitaro and Sakuya like one each and it just sort of yeah. dumps the rest on her. It was it yeah. was pretty funny, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not supposed to be funny, but it is just like it's right. so dramatic. Like, I don't need this where I'm going. Like okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it was good. I think the next couple ones will be really interesting and then we'll get to that grand finale. Right. We're definitely we're moving in. We're, we're the, you know, the pieces are in place for the sort of final drama. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, again, for a show that's not been super plot heavy, there's still mm-hmm. feel like it feels like there's enough stakes here, just because all this character development. I, I don't even know if development is maybe the right word. I mean, there's definitely been character development, but this is almost more like character. I don't know, maybe acclimation, maybe is the better word. Like they haven't really changed much, but I've just grown to to enjoy them more. Like I just enjoy seeing them do stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like that's, the, you know, you, so you, you work with what you've got, which is, you know, abduct one of the, or kidnap one of the characters we care about, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, I'm afraid they're going to do something where he like gets turned against them and they have to deal with that. Mm, like, I don't sure. know how they're going to handle it. Like, I don't know. I don't know about the tone of the show enough to, to, to guess if they're going to like have to kill him <laughs> yeah or like, can they save him? Mm. Like, it feels like a show where they could do that, but I just, I'm not sure, you know, at this yeah. point. I would agree, it, you know, before this episode, I would have said, you know, it's not really dark enough to do it, but Ghost just sort of, I mean, when she's just like doing the, wan- when she's doing the the wanton destruction this episode, she's just like, I don't care, she's blowing up windows and shooting that yeah. doom beam, you know, cutting a building in half, like, yeah. and there were quite, a, you know, at least enough shots of, like, civilians, like, nearly dying or running for cover, like, I, you know, there's, um, I'm, I'm a little more... I'm like, okay, I'm more nervous for Noel than I would have yeah. been before this episode. Right, yeah. We did the dramatic backstory thing, so we know too much about him. That's that's a lot of death flagging that we're doing. Sure, yeah, like, weep, 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 weep. There's yeah. smoke. <laughs> yeah, if, if, and if we're... If, if this was JoJo, like, the, the, the enemies have had a lot of losses and the heroes haven't had any, mm-hmm. so guess what? Like, we're going to lose, like, three characters. No, no, I don't think it'll happen that bad. But you know, you know how like just characters just suddenly die near the end of a JoJo series. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, okay, well, it was that easy, huh? Like, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, but definitely uh, another good episode on a string of really strong episodes. I, I I did not dislike a single episode that we've talked about tonight. I'm in yeah. a really yeah. good place with the series. I'm I'm hoping they stick the landing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, let me pull up. Unless there was something else you wanted to add. Nope. Okay, let me pull up the Twitter questions. I say questions, I think there's just one. Let's see. Doodly do 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 do. Okay, so from our good buddy Dan, he asks, Might seem confusing, but the MMPR Green Ranger story arc was a very influential style when it came to shows slash film, told to me by a college teacher. What is your favorite storytelling arc tropes with Sentai or other Toku media and why? So what is our favorite storytelling arc or trope mm-hmm. that they use? It's kind of broad. <laughs> it is very broad. I guess to discuss a little bit about what he means, the Green Ranger, I if he's talking specifically about the MMR trope, it's that you know Tommy's the new kid in town, and he is initially, I don't know if I'd call it deft television, because it's you know MMPR, which is very spotty, but... At least the basic premise is that Tommy's the new kid at school, and there's also a new, you know, evil ranger, and they have to piece all that together and, you know, turn him to good, and there's there's all that stuff with him being quite evil. 
um mm-hmm. the green is it green with envy i think it's green with envy so i don't know favorite storytelling trope with sentai or other tokusatsu um i like oh uh, this is this is one in spider-man i guess where the uh one of the not necessarily villains but antagonizing characters is a fan of the hero Mm. they're not necessarily i like that because that's something that's in like in power rangers where they're like ah i don't know about this like (laughs) where but not not like a reverse J. Jonah Jameson or Flash, I guess, where they're like, oh, I, you're a dummy, you mm-hmm. dummy Peter, you dork Parker. <laughs> Spider-Man's a real hero. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that for some reason. Because it's like you get like a weird sort of satisfaction for the character. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if that applies, but I do like that kind of thing a lot. I think one of my favorite tropes, particularly in Toku, is when a character has some sort of death clock right they have some sort of you know this ties into the green ranger theme because in zoo ranger burai has the green candle and it doesn't really matter how well you try like it doesn't you know i don't need to know every episode like hey there was you know x amount of ounces of wax how much did we burn this episode all that matters is that there's a death clock and the character is aware of it and that they will die i'm i really like that element i'm just like the character knows they're going to die they know their life is there's a limited time and it follows through. Um, that's a really engrossing theme, I think, because you know there's there's the general the fear of like you know what's going to happen or whatever. But that's a trope, just like I you know I have sort of this this you know doomed fate. I know this is coming, and I know it's soon. And there's always that moment where it's like you know you can't go. There's only so much left. If you go, you're definitely going to die, and they they do it anyway, or that you know they they see it coming and they they charge in at that that last moment. I'm a really big fan of that trope. So, hmm. in terms of also just general trope, I guess this also applies to uh, Power Rangers particularly. Is I love Sentai. I love the way Sentai does team ups. Whether it's Sentai or Power Rangers, I think the team up episodes are almost always uh, just a ton of fun. I don't know, bringing in old cast members and stuff, and and seeing those things oh, yeah. together, and and playing the teams off each other. I, I that works for me every single time. <laughs> uh even some some like whole seasons of power rangers like you know eh, it's kind of okay but man the team of episode is just terrific i don't know there's something that continuity that little bit of continuity goes such a long way feel that any others that we like any other big ones mm-hmm. really really like oh double agent i guess mm-hmm. uh one of the when i mean this is sort of the green ranger things but making the enemy into an ally sort of recovering a lost ally i like that i like that a lot whenever it happens even does that make sense like Mm -hmm, definitely not just a rival but you've won them over so hard that they're part of your team now like for the foreseeable future you know yeah definitely definitely power friendship (laughs) (laughs) yeah Okay, good. Well, thank you, Dan, for that question. So, yeah, another another episode down. You know, we, we, we took a brief break there with a bunch of side episodes, but I feel like the energy's there, and probably next time we'll we'll try to wrap the series, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. Yeah. Can, can we we'll finish do, this then... show before Ray Soldier? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I honestly have been liking the energy of those ones, so I feel like mm. I would like to do more of those. Just Most like definitely. have somebody watch something new with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some, we get to experience it fresh or like mostly fresh or like refresh. I don't know how you say it. Yeah, I think that'll be really cool. And we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll figure out how to do it. 
All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super Super Senpai Senpai Podcast. Podcast!